Hey everybody, it's Manimal here. It's Monday, March 13th, and today on the 70th episode of Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I are going to discuss all things Rangers this weekend. The player to be named later was announced. The Rangers made more cuts. DeGrom and Ovaldi pitched today. And we're going to go over those Rangers box scores from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday that we missed in between shows. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. This is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK in the 300-pound manimal, and we are Texas Rangers with the boys, and we're coming on here to tell you about Anchor. I never thought anybody would ever listen to me and Kevin talk about baseball, but with Anchor, powered by Spotify, the people have come, and they're listening to us talk about the Texas Rangers, and we need you to do your own podcast so we have something to listen to when we're not recording Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys. This is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. If you want to catch me on social medias, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And I forgot to tell you guys that we are your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of professional wrestlers who love the Texas Rangers. And speaking of professional wrestlers who love the Texas Rangers, my buddy, the co-host with the most, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull, is in the house. How you doing? Where can they find you on the wide world of social media? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Just got uh, back last night from uh, San Antonio where the Bull man and I took in uh, six state championship high school base basketball games on Saturday afternoon. And um, uh, whereas baseball doesn't quite run, through Dallas just yet. Um, high school sports have definitely ran through Dallas this year on the uh, on the highest level at the 5A and 6A levels between Duncanville, DeSoto, Alito, mm. and South Oak Cliff winning football state titles and the Oak Cliff Family Faith Academy, Dallas Kimball, and Lake Highlands winning state championships yesterday at the four, five, and six A levels. Um, it's been a really good year for DFW high school sports. Um, but that's not why we're here. We're talking about social media, and I got to get through this quick because we got a lot mm -hmm. of Rangers news to talk about. So if we want to, we want to talk about Marte getting hurt. I got to get through this, right? Um, that's right. So on Twitter, you can find me at Manimal Bull. Instagram Manimal three hundred. TikTok, Bull Pro, Handle Manimal, and you can also find me on Facebook at Bull Pro. Just send that friend request, and we'll start talking <laughs> Texas Rangers baseball whenever you're ready. And uh, other than that, um, a real quick note, um, my wife wanted to congratulate us on our growing up that we've done over the course of yes. the last several years, because yes. Friday was episode 69 of the uh, program and and not one joke was told so my wife congratulates us on our, our growing up yes yes that is amazing that we actually got through that without even a chuckle uh i, I think we, <laughs> we might need to have an off-air conversation about this and, and try to maybe uh try to maybe uh write the ship here uh you you brought up uh, Marte uh the Marte injury 
I think that's the only real uh, thing we're going to talk about going around the league in terms of MLB because there is a lot of Rangers to talk about coming off the weekend, and that's why you guys are here is to talk Texas Rangers. So, um, yeah, yeah, you so wanna... it looks like Starling Marte uh, took a pitch off his helmet. Uh, we just want to really uh, wish him a quick recovery and hopefully – Hope everything's uh, okay. Yeah, it says that the concussion back, test came back negative, uh, and, you know, we just – Never want to see somebody get hurt. Uh, it does happen in all professional sports. It's part of the thing, part of the game. But at the same time, uh, we just wish uh, that he has a quick recovery. Maybe he misses no time. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he's okay and uh, you know, quick recovery to him. But hey, let's let's not waste any time. Uh, let's get right into Texas Rangers news. The the infamous sometimes, but sometimes valuable player to be named later. Uh, has been officially announced in the Mark Mathias uh, trade with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Ricky DeVito, uh, uh, middle relief pitcher that came came over to the Rangers. So Ricky DeVito, he was a eighth-round selection by the Atlanta Braves in the 2019 draft. He's a, He was a college pitcher. Uh, he pitched at Seton Hall. Um, but uh, as of 2022, he had made it as high as high A in the – he was a part of a trade that sent him to Pittsburgh, and he was uh, at high A Greensburg – Greensboro, I'm sorry, Greensboro oh. with the Pirates. Um, the, the note that, the, that stuck out to me is last year he pitched 70 innings Mm-hmm. And he had 90 strikeouts in those 70 innings. So he's got uh, he he's got some uh, some strikeout capabilities that um, that may play may not play. We'll find out. But I think probably he slots in to the Rangers with the Rough Riders, and probably will be in that bullpen with the Rough Riders. Um, but there, you know, there may be a chance that he starts with the Crawdads, but I doubt it. I think he'll probably start with with uh, Frisco, but we'll just have to see. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, you never know on these PTBNLs. Um, mm-hmm. We'll we'll just kind of wait and see. But uh, getting a player back from Matthias is exciting, and a guy that's uh, you know got good strikeout stuff is exciting too. And you know, we always talk about how important having relievers that can get outs are and relievers that can strike guys out. So um, we'll just kind of follow him this year as we, as we make it out to Frisco and see if we get to see him pitch and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, make some more decisions on him from there and see if he's going to be a part of this thing. Well, and it looks like just to kind of just park here for a second. I mean, it looks like last year was his first year, really full year pitching out of the bullpen. So maybe, uh, you know, uh, this is because my, my, this might be a little bit new for him. Maybe this is – he's got the uh, learning curve a little bit here. Maybe he'll settle down a little bit and get that whip down. If he can get the whip down, uh, he, he can be a really good pitcher because, like you said, he's got the Yeah, it's strikeout. not out of control. Yeah, he's got the strikeout piece there. Uh, he's hard to hit. Uh, you know, he's not giving up an exorbitant amount of hits uh, per nine. And he's just, you know, 44 walks in 77 innings. I mean, if you can get that great. down to, yeah. no, 25. but if you get in the 30, 30, yeah, so I was thinking 30, 25, something like that, you're, you're on, you're, he might be on his way to uh, being a contributor because in the minors, uh, he's a lifelong 10.8 Ks per nine. So, uh, but, but 4.7 walks per nine. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's, you like, let's you want to see that number like two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I mean, 
it's possible. We'll see what happens. Um, no, and and he's going to get a chance to pitch here. I mean, there's going to he's going to get every opportunity in the minors to to find out what he has. And and like I said, you know, it's more like just kind of following him for a year and seeing how he develops with with the uh, system down in, in Frisco or Hickory or wherever he starts and, and see if he can't work his way through the system. Okay, great. Um, well, yeah, really exciting. Again, uh, I, to me, honestly, I think it's an, a pretty nice player to come back uh, for, for somebody that we didn't even expect to get anything for. So I'll take it. What about the cuts? It looks like the Rangers made some made some. I, I think these are pretty significant cuts because a few of these players, I really believe they believed were you know long shots to make the the to make the major league roster. So why don't you take us through some of these cuts? I think the two guys that I thought going in that were long shots to make the roster that got sent down. What would that have been Saturday the eleventh mm-hmm. Saturday yeah. morning? Um, I think that the um, Kyle Cody. And Cole Wynn yeah. were the two guys that I thought maybe had an outside shot if they really played well during the minor, you know, during the spring training sessions. Um, neither one of them really uh, distanced themselves from anybody else that they're looking at. So nope. I get it. I get why everybody was sent down. Cody and Wynn and Kent were the AAA guys that uh, the pitchers that I thought were kind of on that verge. Um, they were the the you know triple A pitchers that got sent down along with uh, Fernier Ozuna and Lucas Jacobson. I'm not exactly sure where those guys will go. Ozuna, I imagine, will go to triple A. Uh, Jacobson may go to double A. Um, and also, Evan Carter was just mm-hmm. optioned to triple A Round Rock. He wasn't optioned back to double A Frisco. So right. Evan Carter, there, there's high hopes for Evan Carter, and I think there's a good chance that Evan Carter probably starts the year at triple A. And he may be mm-hmm. up before you know it. I don't. I think that. I think you're I right. I think everybody got a, a a big snoot full of Evan Carter this spring, and they really liked what they saw. I yeah, think and that, I think and that right. goes that goes for Chris Young. That goes for Bruce Bochy. That goes for you know all the guys that that work with him, hitting coaches, outfield coaches, developmental coaches. I think everybody saw that this guy is not that far behind as a 20-year-old and that there's a chance mm-hmm. that he could be a 20-year-old in the big leagues at some point this year. And they want to, you know, they, they know that it's early in his career. And, and you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to take a guy that's had maybe five or ten games in double-A and just say, hey, you're our center fielder right now. So I get what they're doing. You know, I understand it. Um, the other guys that were sent down back to double-A, um, were Louis Angel Acuna, Ricky Vanasco, Owen White. Those are three guys that we like them. They like them. Mm-hmm. They're in the second round of cuts. They wanted to see more of them. Acuna played almost every day. Carter played almost every day. Dustin Harris got a lot of mop up at bats. So they really like these guys. And there was a lot, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's probably a lot in this cutting these guys down and making decisions. But these are guys that all have options and are all minor league guys and they're all protected at this point. So, you know, I mean, that's why they got sent down. They're going to, some of these guys may play in the big leagues this year. Kyle Cody may play in the big leagues this year. Um, Dustin Harris may play in the big leagues this year. Evan Carter may play in the big leagues this year. Zach Kent, Colwyn may play in the big leagues this year. So there's, there's guys that might be big league talent on this list, but I don't think it's going to hurt any of these guys to start this season in the minor leagues. And I mm-hmm. think uh, Bochy and Chris Young are probably on that same 
uh, you know, that same wavelength with me, that those guys aren't ready for the big leagues, but they're good play- whoa, pieces whoa. that you wanted to see a lot. Well, well, wait a minute. Are you saying that you're on the same wavelength with Chris Young and Bruce Bochy and Boach? Well, maybe Is it's that what true. I just heard. I mean, they're on with me, right? <laughs> they're on with me. It's different. You know, like I'm just. Uh, oh, man. You're, you're putting words into to people's mouth here, and that's not what we're doing here. Oh, we're we're just we're just relaying the news. And... Well, things were so serious there for a second. We were so intense. I felt like I needed something to to break the to break the seriousness because uh, because we botched the sixty nine episode. I oh. felt like at least I could I could put uh, some words 69. in your mouth and yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Well, hey, real uh, quick, real quick though. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. um, since that was so serious, let's get something that's. Uh, that's more lighthearted and fun that uh, the two big pieces that the Rangers brought over this offseason to pitch in that uh, rotation, uh, Jacob DeGrom and Nathan Eovaldi, will both yep. be on the backfield tomorrow pitching minor league games, or to not today, this morning, or later this morning, pitching minor league games. And uh, tomorrow, or I guess Tuesday's show, we'll have an update on that because I imagine Twitter will be a buzz about mm-hmm. – about these guys, and I imagine all the beat writers and and all the people that are out there right now watching uh, Rangers spring training will have uh, some video of us to want for us to watch, and uh, mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll know how these guys did in in these spring training games. So um, that's exciting, especially since we just talked about you know all these guys that we've been talking about all off season getting sent back down. Yeah, well, and. Uh, just a couple of quick things. Obviously, Odorizzi is still a little bit MIA. We'll probably dig into that a little bit later. Uh, one other thing, uh, for one, we had our fingers crossed for Louis Angel Acuna uh, to make the team. And, and again, I don't think that it's out of the out of the question that he'll play uh, sometime this year. Uh, maybe, maybe not. The other one was is uh, there was a there was a, you were talking about the sixteen year old that uh, got some P or is going to get some PT in San Diego. Do you think uh, yeah, Sebastian he- Walcott? Might get I, some PT for the Rangers. I saw on Saturday that uh, the the sixteen year old international prospect that San Diego signed, who was the best prospect in that class for sure, uh, probably mm-hmm. quite a bit more advanced than uh, Sebastian Walcott at this point in his career, did uh, did play a couple of innings for San Diego, but I wouldn't expect to see that from Sebastian Walcott. But I did read that in the ba- on the backfields uh, Saturday afternoon he took Alex Spees deep. Uh, in his first game on the backfield, so <laughs> that's pretty exciting. So, yeah, um, a couple of hits and a home run uh, against a, a a pretty uh pretty hard throwing righty and a guy that's been in the system a while that they're still excited about, even as he's pro- progressed past being a prospect. Man, man. So I think that's probably going to wrap up the news section uh, of our of the show today. Um, but speaking of news and speaking of stuff to talk about, why don't you tell uh, tell the good people here about uh, a, a little event we've got coming up on uh, March 31st? Well, first, before I talk about March 31st, I want to remind everybody that tonight at Buffalo oh. Brothers Pizza and Wings, Buffalo Bros Pizza and Wings in Sundance Square, the Manimal will be out there talking baseball, talking wrestling, watching Raw. Maybe we'll have Doc and Gordy on in the – in the bottom left corner again, who knows? But come on out, Buffalo Bros. We're going to get half off all the pizza and wings that you order if you're part of our group. 
And I think Martin House is throwing out some tremendous deals on uh, on on the brewskis too. Um, so come on out. And if you get there after six o'clock, parking is completely free in Sundance Square after six o'clock. So if you were worried about parking, you were worried about uh, um, not coming out because of parking. Um, parking's free after six. So join us. We'll watch some raw. We'll do some stuff. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be out there doing some promos and producing some promos as well. So um, enjoy. Come out, enjoy some beer, some wings, and uh, some wrestling with uh, the old manimal. And the rest of Matt War Pro tonight at Buffalo Bros. And that brings us to the reason we're going to be at Buffalo Bros tonight is because on March 31st at Martin House Beer in Fort yep. Worth over there on Sylvania and Third, yep, we're going to have uh, Trouble on the Trinity 2, which will be an event to crown the first ever Trinity. Her- Trinity River Heritage Champion. And uh, it's going to be a Hell's Half Acre tournament to get there. What basically happens is the first eight guys that are eliminated are put into two Texas Tornado four-way battles. The, se- the last two guys that are in the ring, the last guy that uh, the- that's eliminated is eliminated from the tournament. Okay. The guy that wins the battle royal goes all the way to the finals. Nice. The winner of the two four-way dance matches have a Amarillo tape fist match. Jesus. And the survivor of that match will move on to face the winner of the battle royal who is well-rested. Mm. And... Yeah, the winner of that match it will be an anything goes man wrestling match. Crazy, and whoever wins that will come away the very first ever Trinity River Heritage Champion. I expect it to be the Manimal, but if it isn't, life will go on, and I will someday hold that crown because the mm. people at Buffalo Bros they believe in me. The people at Martin House That's believe right, in do. me, and the Fanimals. Of DFW yeah. believe in me. So we'll see you out at the hey, matches hey. on March 31st. And don't forget to join us pre-show when mm. Kevin and I knock out a Texas Rangers with the boys special opening day edition. Yes, sir. And hey, don't forget that you got the fans of Texas, the Texas Rangers with the boys and all of our fans. We're going to be supporting Manimal on March 31st as well. Is that on a Friday? That's on a Friday. It's on a Friday. We know what else the Rangers played last Friday. Um, they sure did. Why don't we talk about it? They they played a game against the A's in a pretty wild and crazy game for well, a after we, training game. After we went off the air um, Friday morning, the Rangers <laughs> play, uh, played played behind us. We talked about prospects mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we didn't have a game to talk about. So we've got three games to talk about today, and Fridays. Yeah. You know, it was a tale of two ball games, really. The first half sure. of it for the Rangers was really, really nice, and those starters and guys that were in the starting lineup all produced. They all had a big, mm-hmm. uh, big day. Uh, Dunning hit a home run. I mean, I'm sorry, Young hit a home run. Uh, mm-hmm. Seager continued his hot streak at the plate. Simeon was hot at yep. the plate. Uh, Lowe had had an RBI or two. 
Um, Garcia had a couple of hits. So everything is flowing at the plate for those guys that are the, the, the guys mm-hmm. that we feel like they're going to count on most this season, which is, which is nice to see. But um, it, it, it took a really, really dark turn in the eighth inning whenever the uh, Rangers sent Josh Spores to the mound. Yeah, man. I, I would say this is probably one of the worst endings spring training or not uh to a ball game i have ever i've ever encountered um don't see a lot of walk-off grand slams do you no i mean it was a meltdown i mean there's nothing better you can't describe anything better than a meltdown and 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 really man like i mean we all know uh any of y'all who listen to the show and manimal uh you also know i'm a huge fan of uh the guy who um who was the was kind of the goat of this um Maranta uh I, I really yeah, I didn't get you know, anybody how, you know well and you know how I am man if 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 you're I'll cut you and I think yeah. Maranta just he's cut man he's off uh, the team. I, I saw you've got a real Homer Simpson complex when it comes to cutting people <laughs> uh yeah he's gone man I love but, it but 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 we'll have to find another 265 pound uh, yeah we're gonna have to go to, to the well for that team. one huh we're gonna have to go yep, to the waiver wire now I don't think that Reyes Moranto. Uh, I think if there's a guy that's in their system right now that could clear waivers and end up back on this thing at Triple A, uh, Reyes Moranto might be that guy. So yeah. um, you know he might be one of those dudes that he can clear waivers and you can have him in the uh, depth at Triple A. Um, I think the same Josh Spores. I think at some point yeah. uh, they're going to have to make a tough decision on him and whether 98 yeah. is worth the worth the lack of control and the inability to find the strike zone when he needs it. And I just, I mean, I don't, I don't want to hate Josh Spores, but every time he goes no. out to the mound, he makes me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, you know, also and too, not jumping, much jumping to in see. real oh. quick, just jumping in real quick. I mean, uh, there was one little highlight uh, there that I actually just not picked up on, but you know, Taylor Hearn has not looked too bad so far. Uh, no, no, uh, you know, steady, in, in, steady. What you yeah. want. Yeah, so. and and Dane Dunning, you know what we were talking there about, Jake Odorizzi a minute ago, and him, and him mm-hmm. being kind of on that injury report a little bit because he hasn't thrown just yet. And again, it's still on the sunny side of March fifteenth. Uh, today's yeah. just the thirteenth, so we're still on that uh, you know first half of March, and and there's a chance that he could get things together and be ready. But uh, as of right now, I don't know that Odorizzi is going to be ready for opening day. And with Dane mm-hmm. Dunning looking good pretty much every outing that he's went out this year in spring, Aside, it's, uh, you know, he had one one rough start, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. He overall – Yeah, the one been, really tough one. But overall, he's been pretty good. And, I mean, they got four innings from him on Friday. And so he's mm-hmm. he's he's in a good spot for March, what, that have been the 10th, I guess. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's in a good spot there. And uh, also a, a Josh Young home run, really. Uh, you know, we were talking about him and his power earlier, and he's hit a couple since we talked about that. And then also a triple mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, but mm-hmm. another, a, a, you know, five for 18 with runners in scoring position ain't horrible. Yep. No, man. You and, and, you know, again, yeah, loving to see Josh Young flashing the power. And just, a, you know, honestly, they, a great start to the game. Uh, again, like you said, with Dunning, with the with the starters being in there, and then just kind of unraveled there at the end. But you know, Saturday, uh, but it was a one run game. 
Uh, yeah, a couple of a couple of run one uh, three one run games this weekend, and yep. a couple were because yep. of bullpens at the end. Um, mm-hmm. Both ways, both ways, both for Seattle yep. and Cincinnati, um, and uh, the the Rangers um, yep. on Friday. You know that that uh, can't be giving up nine runs in the last couple of innings and win <laughs> games very often. But Saturday, uh, the Reds yeah. they played the Reds. Um, they. You know, Seeger and Grossman, and really you could probably yeah. put Adolis Garcia on this list too, are just on mm-hmm. fire right now. They're hitting everything yeah. that's thrown their way. They're making good contact. Seeger's hitting 520, um, mm-hmm. probably ops is somewhere around 1,500. Um, so, you yep. know, that's something you definitely want to see. And Simeon too. Simeon's hitting over 300 for the spring, so hopefully he can come out hotter this year to start the season than he did last year mm-hmm. or um, any year for that matter. He's not a fast starter. No, never has been. So if we, you know, if, if we get something from him in April, that's going to be, that's going to be a real, uh, a real change of pace from last year when we got nothing from him in April. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, another good sign. I mean, the catchers are hitting, you know, I mean, yeah. Carver's hitting 240, yeah. but he's getting a base hit pretty much every time out or getting on base, taking some walks. Heim had an RBI one day this weekend with, uh, you know, without, mm-hmm. you know, without getting a hit, but still being productive. So it's nice to see the catchers. Uh, uh, I think uh, Sam Huff had a, a gapper yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Raggins, I thought was pretty good Saturday. Um, worked into yeah. the fourth inning, got himself into a little bit of trouble in the fourth, but overall pretty good. Quite a few strikeouts. Um Yep. You know, so if he can continue, you know, I mean, Raggins and Dunning are going to fight for a job. Those guys are right now. I kind of feel like they're fighting yeah. for that that job that Jake Odorizzi's leaving on the table, and and both of them are trying to, you know, get their get the, you know, Mister, get your s together, kick the door down, and they're trying to <laughs> yeah. trying to get it together to make that team. And another couple of uh, notes on the relief pitchers from Saturday. Um, sure. John King had a nice bounce back um, effort on Saturday, and uh, Joe yep. Barlow um, he continues to be steadfast uh, in, he's, he's in made his appearance. Team. Yeah, I, I did read that team. in your notes that uh, that yeah, Barlow made had team. made the team, but I yeah. think he probably already had. Um, yeah, and I think Leon might be also has had a really good. Even and though he you gave know, up a run on Saturday, he's had a pretty good spring as well. We have, yeah, no, they're they've got a lot of those guys are having a really good spring. A lot of those guys that they brought in with major league experience, and you know, Maranta wasn't having a too bad of a spring until no. the um, the uh, no. A's jumped on the him thing. in the ninth. Um, and until also, <laughs> I, I I know, like I'm not extremely worried about it, but uh, Brock Burke did have another so-so iffy outing. And, uh, you know, you know, when I, I always tell you, like, uh, if I'm confused on something, I give it the mic test. And yeah, uh, yeah. the mic test is my brother, Michael, who uh, yeah. is is just like us, is a big time baseball fan, knows yeah. enough about the Rangers to talk it with anybody. And sure. uh, so I asked him, you, you worried about Brock Burke struggling? And he kind of gave me the same answer that I gave you last week when we broached the conversation of when I see him struggle in big league games, mm-hmm. 
I'll start worrying about it a little bit more. But for now, I'm going to chalk sure. it up to him working on some things and throwing pitches in situations that maybe he wouldn't normally. And a real good mm-hmm. note from Saturday's game, five for eight with runners in scoring position. Yeah, I think that's going to be – I'm going to make that our – kind of the narrative that, that's kind of – and we'll talk about it when we talk about kind of our, our – kind of our, uh, uh, our takeaways from the weekend – um, but yeah, another they won the game because they were because of that statistic in many re, I mean, many ways. Five for eight with runner in scoring position. I mean, that's pretty much capitalizing on every uh, single, um, almost every single person in scoring position. They they got them in. I mean, that's over fifty percent is is beyond elite. It's unreal. So hats yeah, off to that one. It's nice to see that, and especially when those those hits and stuff are coming from your top of the order guys that you're going to count on. Yeah, and just hang tight for uh, till we get a little for a little later. We'll give you some of the the final statistics on wh- how they ended the weekend um, with runners in scoring position. You're gonna you guys are gonna be really pleased to hear those results. So uh, you want to move on yesterday against yeah, Seattle? Yeah, talk about yesterday. Um, things mm-hmm. started well again. You know, they got a, a first inning home run from uh, Nathaniel. Don't call me Nate Lowe. Yep. And uh, <laughs> you know, they scored some runs. They were they were up what early in that game, six to two, maybe seven okay. to two, seven to two early yeah. in the game, uh, maybe even yeah, eight to like, two. Looks like yep, eight to two, seven two, then eight to two, and then. And then um, Glenn Otto had a really rough meltdown. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't his, it wasn't his finest moment. So I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about Glenn Otto right now because it's still spring training. And like I said, still that sunny side of spring and we're going to see him a couple more times before spring is over for sure. Probably Mm -hmm. three, probably three more times at least. Um, But him, and Chase Lee both kind of struggled today. And it's really been the first yeah. time that Chase Lee has struggled this Good spring. Um, but, you know, I mean, I still think that Chase Lee isn't – I don't think he's going to make the team. I don't think uh, I don't think he's ready for the big leagues yet. But it has been nice to see him, sh- uh, you know, show flashes of, of really nice. And another guy that, you know, we weren't really sure if he was going to be even in big league camp this long. Yeah, and that's Mark Church. He had yeah, another good inning, church, baby. another good yeah. inning today, and and he he came in and got uh, um, uh, let's see, he came in and got Some, uh, Heaney, Andrew Heaney, who who had five strikeouts today and two and two thirds, which is nice. He cleaned up uh, Heaney's uh, third, and then pitched a scoreless fourth. So it was nice to see Mark Church continue to go out and shine and, and have good outings with the big club. And uh, from what I've heard about him, you know, a lot of people are really impressed with his stuff. And uh, that's, I mean, not just the staff and those guys, but like mm-hmm. the big league veterans, guys like Eovaldi and DeGrom are, are really taking mm-hmm. his stuff too and, and helping him with his slider and, and and getting those other pitches over and getting them better to catch up to a slider. And also too, uh, just to kind of talk about Church and then Jonathan Hernandez had a had another good inning, but you know they're neck and neck and earned run average. And uh, Church has got four uh, in four innings, he's got eight strikeouts. 
So, I mean, I, I, he had that one rough, little rough inning the, uh, the lose the game. Well, um, I think he so just, yeah, like the first game, the very first one out, right? The very first yeah, one yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, he gave up a walk-off to the first battery hit and or bet, first battery faced, and then he's kind of been pretty good since then. And I think everybody else has kind of thought he's been pretty good since then too because, you know, we went through another line of cuts and his name was not on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, and I also think Lee not being on there was kind of like a bit of a positive um, – you know, just a positive thing for him because I thought he might end up on there. I mean, obviously, like you said, he's been really good up till um, up till uh, yesterday. Yeah, but, I think the you know, he. The, go ahead. I think the thing that's going to keep him off of the team to start for sure is the fact that he's not on the forty man. That's going to hurt him, and, and there's probably other guys, say for example, like Ian Kennedy. Um, or mm-hmm. someone like that that they brought in, uh, Leon, someone like that will probably get a roster spot before he does mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they, you know, they kind of have his rights and it wouldn't hurt him to probably start the year at triple A. Yeah. And another yeah. guy, you know, um, we were, uh, we were talking about the, uh, that I think may end up being the odd man out and starting the season at triple A is Zeke Duran, even though he's just continues to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Him, him and Foskey both, man. Foskey hit another home run uh, yeah, yesterday too. Guys that are, I mean, those guys hit. They're, I mean, they're, they're going to hit. And I hope that if they get sent to AAA and, and are there for the start of this season, that they both hit there too and that they force the issue and make the Rangers make moves that are because – they have guys that mm. you've got to get on the field. And and the guy that I think is going to probably, you know, the way he's played lately, you know, a week ago, I think you were cutting him. But this week, okay. uh, Josh Smith, you know, put together a really mm. nice week, raised his batting yep. average up over 300, his on-base percentage up over 400. So yep. uh, Josh Smith. Back I mean, on the it, team. And again, he he's plays. back on the team. And he plays that whole left side of the field plus second base, you know, so he offers a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I agree. And I think the final note from – a couple of final notes from the game on, uh, game yesterday, uh, definitely don't think Bubba's going to be ready for a leadoff spot. Uh, he is stealing bases, and he's, he's doing that, but he's just not getting on base, not hitting too well either. But the Rangers, again, had were 4 of 15 with runners in scoring position, which is not great, but definitely not bad. And more um, power and from Josh the, Young. Yeah, more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Josh. Another, a triple. A so that power. means he hit a gap somewhere. If he's if he's legging out a triple. Well, two of these uh, two of these games, the uh, the MLB rules didn't help at all because they were both over three hours time frame. But on Saturday they blasted through it at two hours and fifteen minutes. Well, it's funny because it's crazy. <laughs> like, Friday and Sunday's games were were cra- uh-huh. like they were they were both like real long games and had a bunch of runs. But Saturday's game had a bunch of runs too, and it flew right by. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of weird. I'm not. I'm not sure how how well that's going to happen. Whenever things are going to be taken a little more seriously, and every at bat takes a little bit yeah. more from you. Um, one final note: the Rangers only made. Uh, well, just getting into our takeaways. Let's just take it into that with this. Rangers only had one error over the weekend. Nice. Um, so that's that's not bad. Uh, I will also put in there since I've been keep was keeping up with it. 
14 for 41 with runners in scoring position. That's with almost 350. Average. Yeah. Yeah. That's three, almost 350. Yeah, 341. 41 runners. In, yeah. 41 runners in scoring position. That's pretty nice. <laughs> I mean, like, I, now, again, I feel like every time that we talk about pitchers, you know, we're talking about pitchers that are those cusp guys that are getting beat up a little bit, guys that we're not 100% sure they're even on the team. You know, between Maranta and Spores and Otto and, and Lee, those aren't exactly guys that we think are on the team. So, you know, um, and Jake Latz probably isn't going to start the season on the on the team. But uh, speaking of Jake Latz real quick, um, tomorrow or today's starter, Monday's uh-huh. starter is going to be Jake Latz. So he's going to get a chance to uh, go out there and redeem himself from giving up that walk-off granny. Nice. Um, a couple more takeaways from the weekend. Um, you know, it, it was it's, it needs to be noted. We're going to talk about it because it was a big a big uh, sore uh, an eyesore last year, and that was the Rangers uh, in one run games. And over the weekend, they were one. Well, I'm sorry, this thus far they're one and three. In and over the weekend, in one, one and games. two, yeah. and yeah, three one run yeah. games this weekend, and a lot of it was yep. because of bullpen and and yep. lack of holding on. Um, but, you know, to go from the downer of having a one-and-two, one-run game weekend, yeah. let's talk about left field is shaping up to be about as ideal as they could have thought for what they had coming yep. in, right? I mean, I think well, Grossman this is our came call, in. Right? And, this, was, this was our call. This was like we said, hey. Well, that's what we wanted, scenario, right? Yeah, yeah, is to have everybody playing well. That way, now maybe Brad Miller is expendable because there's not But really even he's playing play. well. But even he's playing exactly. well. So. And, he, and he's got some value. So if we were ever so, uh, to trade him. Well, or, I mean, know. hey, you know, again, it's not like $4 million is a ton of money if he comes out and he hits 15 home runs and and, and has hey. an op somewhere around 675 or 700. You're right. No, that's right, too. I mean, if he's a contributor, he's a contributor. And who knows? He may end Do. up, we may end up laughing, you know eating our crow for do i do i like brad miller do i like brad miller no no do i like him on this team (laughs) no but if he does come out and perform i mean i wasn't exactly just like jumping out of my shoes going oh man robbie grossman's a ranger when they signed him but he's came in here and he's done the veteran thing he came in here and as a veteran he took that job he came in and he hit and all he's done since he's been here is hit and i mean Look, he's impressed Bochi, so that's that's who you got to impress, not me. You don't have to impress me. Yeah. I don't. I, my opinion doesn't amount to yeah. a hill of beans. Nope, nope. They haven't cut one person because I told them to yet. So no, and well, <laughs> that's not true because oh no, you know what? Ornelas is still up. I thought that he got the, but he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's uh, let's kind of start to wrap it up. Let's yeah, let's jump out of here. With- yeah. Um, so we got a couple weekend MVPs. I'll, I'll go with the, you give uh, your... the hitters. And you go. Th- go ahead. Okay, and and I'm I've got one that uh, we didn't talk about that I'm gonna put on there at the end just okay. for uh, just for fun. Okay, well I'll give the pit. I'll give the hitters. You give the pitchers, and then you can give the one extra that we didn't mention. Uh, weekend MVPs on the hitting or of position players: Corey Seager, who is just on fire; Zeke Duran, who is hitting everything that moves. And Josh Smith, who's on base, pretty much was on base all weekend long. Uh, and then I'll, I'll kick the pitchers over to you. And uh, Dane Dunning had a really nice outing, and he's been really solid since uh, that one rough outing. And uh, Jonathan Hernandez seemed like he's coming around a little bit after he uh, got through a 
inning and a third this weekend. Um, pretty untouchable stuff looked like. Um, mm-hmm. And then my third is a guy that we talked about today um, that we don't really talk about a whole lot because in the very first episode, we talked about how boring mm-hmm. he was. But mm-hmm. that's Taylor Hearn. Taylor Hearn's been steadfast right. and, and ready to go every time he takes the ball. And, uh, you know, while he, while he's been here at spring training this year, it's been it's so far so good. Love it. Love it. And we wanted to make the team. We wanted to be a bullpen hand. We wanted to have an impact. And the, 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 we are actually kind of pulling for him because, again, he's a longtime Ranger in terms of his career. And, and he's uh, a local. Local. He's a Royce yeah. City kid. So, you know, we, we definitely want to see the local kids succeed. Awesome. Well, hey, you got anything else before we jump out of here on a on a packed uh, episode for a Monday morning? No, man. I think we got as much in as we could possibly get, and I think we're ready to get out of here. Love it, love it. Well, hey, uh, it's been a blast today. We love these uh, Monday shows where we get to just jam pack it with all the the content and all the just news and stuff to talk about. We're we're so pumped. The season is right around the corner. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, same time, same place, and. Uh, we just really appreciate everybody listening. This is Texas Rangers with the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Catch hey, real us on quick, Instagram, Kev. Twitter. Oh, oh. Real quick. Um, we didn't we didn't pub the website earlier, so I, I, you, you need to do that because you, you didn't give your socials or pub the website. I gave my socials, but I'm about – let me go ahead and give you guys the socials for the Texas Rangers with the boys. That is T – you can find Texas Rangers with the boys on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook – TX Rangers WTB and catch us online at Texas Rangers with the boys.com. The with is spelled out. We are signing out.